Hello. Hey. I'm Lindsay. I'm Brianna. And this is Gone Gone with the Windies. Feels so good to be back in the saddle. It does feel so good. So you may have listened to our episode last week. Our re-debut what did what was it even called update with the windies oh update with the windies sure (laughs) yeah Yeah. just our little life update so if you haven't listened to that head on back and listen to that because that is where we talk about everything that's happened in our lives since may so (laughs) you can get a nice little succinct update before you listen to all of this other episodes that are a little bit more i don't know detailed i guess topical yeah so, as you might know by the title, or the Instagram post, or both. Or you don't know how to read. Right. This episode is our 2021 Spotify Wrapped. So, we actually just listened to our 2020 Spotify Wrapped. From last year. Podcast episode. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> we took notes on our top songs, top artists, top genres from last year. And we're going to do some comparing and we actually predicted what our top artists would be this year. And so we'll compare to that, which will be really interesting. So funny. Yes. So that's sort of what's in store for this episode. We're going to pause, rewind, and do our little episode intros that we're going to try and start doing, hopefully, every time. Yeah. I really jumped right into it. Maybe I should have waited. No, that's okay. Okay. We're figuring this a, out again. Yeah. Give them a little taste of what's to come. Mm. A little taste of what's to come. And now we're going to go back. And now, okay. Yeah. Episode intro. Um, I'm literally reading this notebook. Sorry. That's okay. Book. Book. It'll take us a bit to get back to this. Yes. You've read... You (laughs) have read many books in the past week. Yes. I, however, am still working on the one that I mentioned last week. Perfect. Shouting in the fire. Still working through it. All right. Lindsay, how about you talk about the books you've read? Yeah. So... Three? Last... Yeah. So last week I talked about... um, House in the Cerulean Sea, which I just finished. And I said I was reading my year of rest and relaxation. So I finished that book. Review, 3.5 stars. Mm -hmm. Well written. I finished the book. But it was just, like, not a lot happened. Yeah. Like, it was literally about her year of rest and relaxation. This woman who's very depressed and, like, basically using pills to cope. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would have, like, a turning point and have, like, a finding herself moment. And it didn't until, like, the last five pages, kind of. And so it was just, like, literally documenting her year, which it was fine, but, like, I don't have any desire to read it again. And unless you know that you're into that type of book, I would not really recommend it. So I finished that book, and then I read Without Merit, which is a Colleen Hoover book, which is my favorite author. And it was a really good book. I really enjoyed it. All of her books, I just, like, fly through them. Like, I finished that. I read that one in two days, which actually normally I read them in one sitting, and that one I split into two, which is new for me. I love Um, that self-control. Yeah. But so that was that book, uh, four stars. And then (laughs) I read – I finished up A Wrinkle in Time because I had started that book and was, like, 70 pages in and just never finished it. And so it's, like, 210 pages or something. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to finish this book. So on Sunday night, I finished that one. And that was good, like, four stars. Like, a very good, easy, simple read. It's kind of fun to read, like, children's books. Yeah. Because I'm a teacher, so it's kind of fun. (laughs) But, yeah. So I read those books this week. And then I'm currently 
trying to finish two books that I'm currently reading. So I was reading four at a time and I was like, that's too much. So I had to finish. That's why I finished Wrinkling Time in my year of rest and relaxation. So I still have two books I'm currently reading. So I'm trying to finish those. So hopefully next week I'll be able to come on and talk about those and we'll have finished at least one of them Mm -hmm. to be determined because it's the end of the quarter and I'm like kind of dying. Yeah. (laughs) I went to school at like 7.20 this morning and then I stayed till like 5.15. So it was a long day. Yikes. But we can do it. Yikes. Anyway, that's my book that I'm currently just finished. Yeah. All right, show, TV show, any new shows to update on? Yes, I started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, and tell me more about it. Uh, so you're familiar with Larry David, the co-creator of Seinfeld, of course. So he made this show. I think it started in 2000, so it was like after Seinfeld. Um, it's on HBO, and it's basically like autobiographical about situations he's been in and him being kind of a terrible person. Oh, good. Um, it's very funny. It's really funny. There's a lot of people you would recognize. Chessie is actually in an episode. Stop it. Yeah, she's like a nurse at a, a doctor's office. Wow. Um, who else? The dad from Sleepover is in it. Jeff Garland. Oh my He's so funny. Amazing. Uh, who else? Just like a lot of a lot of people you'd recognize. The Seinfeld cast appears occasionally, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty funny, and it's nice. surprisingly, it's surprisingly politically correct for the early two thousands. Wow. I'm, I'm shocked by that. Love that. Um, yeah. There are moments, but it's overall just very funny, and I enjoy it. Nice. Yeah. What about um, you? Any new shows? No, no. not at all. <laughs> I haven't been watching very much TV. Yeah, you've just been living in the real world and, you know, like, yeah. touching paper and books right. and I'm... touching grass, well, leaves maybe, dirt. No? no? Not so oh, much. Oh, none of that? Oh, no. okay. <laughs> Staying indoors then? <laughs> Uh, song, album, artist that you've been into this week? Sorry, you don't want to keep riffing with me? No, no? Not okay. so much. That's okay. A uh, song, I mean, I'm still listening to Bags by Claro a lot, which Fair. we will discuss. I'll say this whole episode is kind of about that, yes. so we can sort of breeze past that. I have nothing. Yes, but actually, I started a playlist with my coworker who I love, Megan, and it's like a collaborative playlist where we just add songs that we really like and we pretend that we're on a road trip with each other, which is so cute. So I've been listening to a lot of the 1975 because she really likes them and some other things that are on that playlist. Phoebe Bridgers, because we both love her. A lot of things. So that's been, I've just been listening to that. Nice. Much. Yeah. All right. Um, quote from this week. I have no quote from None. this week. No quotes. I'm trying to think of something funny that my students have said. Oh, wait, I feel like I have a funny tweet I that I wanted anything. to share. Oh, the tweet that I sent Lindsay, I think this was today, was when you get groceries to make dinner, it's very important to get one bag of chips to eat immediately instead. I sent this to her because she's been like kind of fixated on chips lately. Hey. Not not lately, but in the past few months, there will be times <laughs> where it's like 830 at night and she just looks at me and she's like, I need chips right now. And I'm like, okay. So we go to Aldi right before it closes. That was one. That happened literally that happened one, one time. time. Oh, it felt like it happened a lot of times. <laughs> a lot of times or after we'll just, that, I would go to the cupboard and get them. Oh, okay. But we but, went to Aldi. Before. Okay. But also, if we would, like, there were plenty of times where we'd be grocery shopping at Aldi, and you'd be like, chips. And you would just get, like, two bags of chips. This was a common occurrence. Can you guys hear that train? That was the longest train horn. Sorry. Yell if you can hear the train. <laughs> Shout. Comment if you can hear the train. Stop it right now. <laughs> All right. 
I have no quote to share. This week, I'll try and make note in my notes app if there's anything funny that my kids say because Mm -hmm. they have said some interesting things to me. Yeah. So I'll try and remember that. All right. Anywho, do you have Uh, anything else to update on from past week? No. All right. (laughs) Well, then, we can just get right into it. Dive right in. Okay. Jump right in. Totally. Hop. Yeah. So. We're going to go through our Spotify wrapped 2021 and as a little introduction to this uh, segment, I guess, Spotify <laughs> is a music streaming platform, if you were unaware, and every year they do Spotify wrapped where they take your top genres, artists, and songs and sort of put them in a neat little package for you to enjoy. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're looking at, our top songs, artists, and genres for the year of 2021. And since we did this last year and just listened to our episode, we actually wrote down all of our songs, artists, and genres from last year. Mm-hmm. So we can do a little comparison and a little see compare, a little contrast. If we've changed, if we've stayed the same. Yeah. And all of that fun stuff. So let's do it. Let's do it. Starting off with genres. Brianna, how many different genres did you listen to this year? Great question. Great question. <laughs> Awesome question. (laughs) I listened to 188 different genres this year. Wow. Yeah. What about you? I only listened to 84 different genres this year. Ooh, that's significantly less than I did. Yeah. Hmm. If you want some information on a genre study, how Spotify does their genres, we had like a 10-minute conversation in last year's podcast about genres specifically. Mm -hmm. So you should hop on over to our 2020 wrapped with the Wendy's in which we discuss. I don't don't remember anything that we said. Well, we did just listen to it. But we didn't listen to that part because we said this is not relevant. Yes. So you can go listen and see what we learned about how Spotify does their genres. But yeah, only 84 this year, but it is what it is. All right, moving on to our top genres. We're going to start with number five and climb our way up to number one. Oh, my gosh. Our number one is the same. That's so funny. You're peeking. Sorry. Not trying to do a little peek. I just saw it. Number five. What's your number five? My number five is indie rock. My number five is indie rock. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Okay. My number four is dance pop. My number four is lo-fi beats. Oh, yeah. So there was a thing on Spotify where it was like two truths and a lie, and you picked whichever one was a lie, and then it told you the actual fact. Mm -hmm. So my lie was about my top playlist, and Mm -hmm. so my number one playlist was actually lo-fi beats, which screwed my Spotify wrapped last year. Yeah. So I thought I would be better about not listening to it this year, but I guess it was still my number one. Thankfully, none of my top five artists or songs are from lo-fi beats, and my top 100 songs doesn't really have very many lo-fi songs in it right so i really would love to know how that was my number one playlist i would also love to know i guess because i listened to more albums and playlists this year i mean you were still in school until may so plenty of time that you were studying but like there's also been plenty of time since then that maybe you haven't been listening to so many playlists i feel like whenever we're in the car like when we were driving long distances, you would normally put on an album yeah. rather than a play. Well, and that playlist. Wait, that doesn't really make sense. Right. That, there's that playlist that you always play, right? What? I don't know. My, my do like seasonal playlists. Right. Do you normally just do your liked songs when you're in the car? Like on shuffle or no, what? No, uh, it kind of depends. I'll either do an album or I'll do like my season playlist. Okay. so Like then, right now, it's mm-hmm. like my fall. Well, I guess you listened to... Lo-fi more. I guess I did. I guess. 
But okay. Yeah, that's my number four. Number three genre. Yeah. Me is indie folk. All right. Which last year that was my number one. So yeah. Weird that that dropped. Not really. It's not really weird when you think about it. <laughs> it's not even weird. It's not even weird. So I don't say it's weird. I wouldn't. Me, my number three is modern rock, huh. which we talked what does about that last mean? year. Last, that's what we talked about. It's like Young the Giant, Tame Impala. Oh. Wallows? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Interesting. Because Wallows, well, wouldn't, no. Nah. 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 I don't know. Um, <laughs> our genres from last year. Oh, wait, sorry. We can finish our genres from this year. Yeah, I think we should. Number two, dance pop. My number two is Christian indie. And I was telling Lindsay, I think that's really strange because none of my top artists are Christian this year. And also none of my top songs, I believe, are either. So yeah. don't know how that slipped its way in there. But that was interesting. Yeah. And, and your number... Our number one our is... Number one. Indie pop. Whatever that means. Yes. Literally, so, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. But last year, that was your number five, and last year was oh. my number four. Oh, okay. And my number one last year was Lo-Fi Beats, but Modern Rock was number two. So I, my three of five stayed the same. Interesting. Just, wait. Oh, and I don't even have soundtrack on here this year. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Uh, wh- whoa. Interesting. There's really only that one soundtrack that I listen to a lot. Yeah. Last year, I had Vapor Soul, Indie Pop, Pop, Indie rock, oh, modern rock, sorry, and lo-fi beats. And this year I have indie rock, lo-fi beats, modern rock, dance pop, and indie pop. So almost the same. And last year you had indie pop, soundtrack, anthem worship, pop, and indie folk. Mm Mm-hmm. And this year. So like mostly the same, but not quite. Because I also added indie rock and dance pop and Christian indie. (laughs) Yeah, your anthem worship kind of became Christian so many of the same words that are just like mix and match. Yeah, yep. I was just going to say that. It is. Especially between our two. Like mm-hmm. the pop, rock, <laughs> indie. Yep. It's funny. Folk, pop, rock, dance, indie. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I, wait. Move. Yeah. Did you have anything else to say about that? No, I was just looking at mine. It's like indie, pop, dance, pop. Yeah. But then indie, rock, modern rock, and indie pop. Yeah. It's so confusing. It's a lot of indie, a lot of pop and rock. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving on to our, uh, is there anything else we want to talk about? No. Oh, we should talk about our auras. Ugh. So Spotify did this thing where they gave you your audio aura. So it picked two top music moods, which I'd love to know how or when or yeah. why they came up with that. But No idea. Your music moods are, like they correlate to a color. So mine is energy and bold. And energy <laughs> is lavender mm. and bold is orange. Yeah. So my audio aura is like a nice little moving picture of purple and orange. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, mine is, so it's blue is wistful, just like kind of a regular ocean blue. And focused is light green. Which, I don't really understand this. Counts like a globe. It kind of does look like a globe. But it's funny, we were listening, obviously, to the podcast we did last year for our Spotify Wrapped, and I mentioned something about how I love a particular album because it's so wistful. Like, I literally said the word wistful, and I was like, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting. They knew. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so I guess they do kind of, they might be onto something, but also I think this is baloney <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. A little bit, a little bit of baloney. A bit of baloney. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. So off to artists. Off to artists. Lindsay. I, oh, oh, I was going to ask. Yeah. But, what's your question? Yeah. Lindsay, how many different artists did you listen to in 2021? Oh, just 1,171. Oh. How about yourself? Yeah, me, just 2,765. Oh, just a cool 1,000. Yeah, you know. 600 more than me. Like That's I totally said, fine. ad nauseum in the last podcast we did about <laughs> this, it's because I listened to my Discover Weekly. Right. Right. I listened to that like three times this year. Right. Do you listen to it every week? Um, not every week, but a lot of the weeks I try. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely introduces you to a lot of new stuff. It does. Meanwhile, I just listened to like five albums. And it's not even like... Repeat. It's not even like you have to listen to them a certain amount of times for it to be considered. Like, if you just listen to one... It's one and done, and right. then it's there on the stats. So. And then it's there on the so stats. So the data's skewed, you know? Like, in well, a way. I mean, it's not... It, it It's not skewed, it's not but like it's like... You, it doesn't say, like, you enjoyed listening to. It just does right. say you listened. Right. So like, or you became a fan of 2,700. Right. That's simply not true. That's not true. <laughs> that wouldn't be true. No. No. So, Lindsay... Yeah. Who was your top... Oh, wait. Are we... Are we doing a big reveal about our top artists? Like, are we starting at five? Yeah, we're starting at five. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. So, before we do this, should we go over our predictions? Yes. All right. My predictions from last year were Surfaces, which is one of my, it was one of my top artists last year. Role Model, also one of my top artists last year. Taylor Swift. And I wanted to get into Frank Ocean, which I did not act upon. I have a couple of his songs in my top 100, but not like a crazy amount. Um, those are my predictions. I will go ahead and spoil it. I did not get a single one right. So Oof. that's interesting and embarrassing for me. Rough. Maybe I'll do a better job guessing this year. Who knows? But... What about you, Brianna? What were your predictions from last year? I'm pretty proud of myself for my predictions last year. I I know myself well enough to know that Taylor Swift will always be there. She is. Um, I mentioned I would like Claro to be there and higher up than she was last year. Did that. Definitely got that done. Here's where it gets uh, a little messy. So I decided to make one of my New Year's resolutions last year to learn the lyrics to every Billy Joel song on the This Is Billy Joel playlist. Because this is the funniest thing in the world. Brianna <laughs> fixated on Billy Joel for like two weeks and then was like, it happened to be the end of December. And so she was like, okay, cool. My New Year's resolution of memorizing all of his songs. And Can everybody I? in her near circle was like, for why? And she was like, because it's funny because I want to. And we're all like, all right, have fun with that. How many of his songs did you memorize? Tell it to the people. This is like a little spoiler for our New Year's resolutions episode that we're going to do, but tell I people. I think I probably have three songs memorized I fully. I doubt that. No, yes, because I listened a lot to Vienna. I know Piano Man for sure. Okay. Um, I got into Zanzibar. And I, oh, she's always a woman. So that's like four that I probably have memorized. Maybe okay. not all the way, but like mostly. Okay, yeah. Let me just explain though. I... I this was an idea I had because I realized that Billy Joel is just like so good and also that his music is played so frequently at places and I just really wanted to have a little fun fact that I like know all 
of his most popular songs by heart and whatever. I don't know. It is stupid. I recognize that it's stupid and I recognize that I don't have the follow through to actually accomplish it, but it was a nice idea that I had. All this to say, all this to say, Billy Joel did not make it as one of my top artists this year. Not even a little bit. I think there are maybe a few songs of his on my top 100, but he's not there. Um, okay, so I also predicted that Phoebe Bridgers would be up there. Unfortunately, she did not make the cut. And I also predicted, well, I was right about this prediction. I said that there would probably be one composer in my top five artists. I predicted that it'd be Nicholas Bertel. It was not. But it, there is one composer. Okay. Because I, I was like, I bet there will be a soundtrack that'll come out that I'll be really fixated on. And that did happen. Wonderful. Yes. Okay, so going through our artists, starting with five, working our way up. What was your number five? My number five was actually inspired by Lindsay. She got me really into Wallows. I, after I visited you, I think in like March or something, I got so into Wallows and then I listened to them all through the summer. Wow. Yeah. It might have been even after that visit. I don't know. But yeah, what's your number five one? My number five is Dayglow, which was actually my number three last year. So it drops a little bit. But my number one song last year was Hot Rod, which was Dayglow. Right. So yeah, I don't know. They were on mine last year and they were on this year. They were actually the only band or person, I don't know, artist that stayed consistent from last year to this year. Wow. Which is surprising. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. I love Diglo. I'm glad they made it on there. I'm glad they made it there, too. Happy for them for, for you. Happy for them for me, for me. For you, for, for you. Them, for them, for you. For them, for me. For, for I. Me. What was your number four? My number four was the composer, Emile Mosseri. Oh. Still have no idea if I'm pronouncing Tell that correctly. Tell me about the soundtrack that he composed. Oh, Lindsay. It's so good. It was for Minari, which is a movie that came out, like, early last year. Um... So such, such, such a beautiful soundtrack. I actually bought it on vinyl because it was so beautiful. Amazing. Yeah, I'll play it for you if you want. Please. I don't think you would want that, but if you ever want to. I would be interested in hearing parts of it. Yeah, I won't play the whole thing. It is pretty yeah. long, but yeah, yeah I, w- I would listen to it when I was journaling. It's a really good like oh, see, journaling soundtrack. Yeah. Good to know. Lindsay, what's your number four artist? My number four was actually Mac Miller, which I was a little bit surprised by because I don't listen I don't listen to his albums, mm. but I do he like certain the, songs. yeah. And like I would go on his Spotify and just like play it from the yeah. top, <laughs> from like most popular to whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's I guess that's good stuff. Him. And I feel like that's one of the artists like I found in the beginning. Yeah. And have just been listening to consistently. And like he's in like a bunch of my playlists like here and there. So true. I feel like kind of just all came together. But yeah, love my family. I love him too. Rest in peace. My, uh, oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Uh, my number three artist was Claro. Yes. And I am pretty determined to put her at number one next year. A few other artists kind of stole her thunder, unfortunately. We had some fixations. Um, one of them just released a poop ton of music this year, so. Right. Anyways, Fair. you go ahead, Lynn. Number okay. three. My number three is actually a band, The Jungle Giants, which oh, yeah. I've listened to a few of their songs here and there, and they actually released an album, which my Spotify 
not my release radar playlist, mm -hmm. but it will show you like near the top of like your home screen mm -hmm. if someone that you like listen to a lot releases a new album or song. Yeah. And I have been so into that feature because I'm always like, oh my God, cool. Like I had no idea because I don't like seek out that stuff. I just don't notice. Mm -hmm. So that has been cool. So anyway, they released an album. So I started listening to it and then I got obsessed with it. I like just thought it was such a cool album. And so I listened to that so, so much this year. So that's why they're my number three. That's like probably the only songs by them that I listen to, like actually, but. Oh wow. Anyway, the Jungle Giants, their album, I honestly don't even know what it's called. So I guess I probably shouldn't have said anything. Wow, sounds like you're kind of a fake fan. Sounds huh? like I'm definitely a fake fan. None of their songs even made my top five songs either. It's kind of embarrassing. It honestly truly is. But I will say my top 100 songs, mm -hmm. if you scroll through it, there's only like five album pictures. Cause it's just like the five or six albums I had on repeat the entire year. Yeah. And it's just like goes back and forth between all of those. So yeah, same though. They're very, very, very present in my top 100, but. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Moving up to spots number two. Number two. Did not see this coming. I would have predicted this had we recorded this like maybe a week later. Um, but I think this was before driver's license came out. Yeah. When did, I have no idea when that driver's came license out. came out, like maybe the second week of January, I think. Okay. And this was like, we recorded this like right as January yeah. started. Yeah, yeah. So Olivia Rodrigo is my number two. Yeah. Not fair. surprising at all to me. We listened to her album probably, I don't know. I don't know how many times. Truly so many times. Truly so many times. I was surprised she wasn't on mine. I just like stopped listening to her. So like I listened to the album a lot at first and then just like kind of stopped. Yeah, but. I didn't. I feel like... A lot of the time, like, my phone would be connected for whatever reason. Yeah. would be listening, or I would be driving. So yeah. I think that that's kind of where that came from. But I also listened to it a good amount of times. Like, I have every song on that album memorized, pretty much. Yeah. So. It's a really good album. It is. Sour. We stand. Love it. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your number two, babe? Oh, my queen. Your queen. Doji I know. Cat. I know. Love her. Um, she brings me so much happiness all the time. That's it. That's kind of crazy because you didn't really start listening, listening to her until like September, right? August. Honestly, I don't remember. I don't remember. It was. Like recently. But yeah, it was not the beginning of the year for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's because most of the people on my top is people that I have like one album that I listen to, but hers. I listened to Planet Her on repeat, and then I was like, what about her other albums? So then I listened to Hot Pink, mm -hmm. and now I know all of those songs by heart to the point where like, when a song ends, you like know the beginning of the next song. Yep, um, I love that. So that's why she's number two, I guess, because I listened to her song, like both of her albums, even though I started like in September. Mm -hmm. um, Dang. I love her. Lindsay even bought Doja Cat merch. I, it's like one of my favorite shirts. Yeah, I love it's a good it so shirt. much. It's beautiful. Yeah, I like it too. I love it. All right, time for the big review. Number one. All right, I mean. Who could have seen this one coming? No one could have seen this one coming. Taylor Swift. Right. Taylor Swift and always Taylor Swift and That's forever exactly Taylor right. Swift. Um, yeah. Also, she released like Fearless again and Red again this past year. And also released like random singles here and there so mm -hmm. and also i was still listening to evermore and folklore also i went on a road trip with my friend shruti um to the northeast and we were listening to folklore and evermore like the whole time so and we were Fair only enough. using my phone because i was driving so right. i think that's uh that's a big part of it yeah i listened to her for 3671 minutes and my top song of hers was champagne problems Ooh. which last year my top song of hers was cardigan um, both Cardigan and Champagne Problems are the second track 
on their respective albums, Folklore and Evermore. And I don't know what that's about, because I wouldn't even say that those two are like my favorite songs from those albums, but for some reason those are like the top ones that are played. So I don't know how to explain that one. That is interesting. Yeah. Do you ever like be like, I don't want to listen to the first song and just click on the second song to start it? Maybe that's what it is, but I really like the first track of both of those albums, so I don't know what... Interesting. No, I don't know. I do think they're very like involved lyrically, so maybe just for the sake of learning the lyrics, I listen to it a lot. Mm-hmm. Champagne Problems has a lot of lyrics, mm-hmm. so Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, All right, my Lynn. number one was Wallows, which is interesting because that was Brianna's number five. Yeah. Um... I, my top song from them was Are You Bored Yet? featuring mm. Claro. Yep. And that was on my top five this year, actually. But I think that song, so I listened to that album a lot. Mm-hmm. Nothing Happens. Mm-hmm. And Are You Bored Yet? I listened to, like, that was their, that's their most popular song, I think. Yeah. So I was listening to that before I, like, found their album. Right. So I listened to that one a bunch, probably, like, within my playlist and stuff. And then I listened to their album. Do you like Nothing Happens better than... What's the other one that came out? Oh gosh, I don't know. Remote, remote, remote. Yeah. Um, I like both of them. I listen to Nothing Happens more. Mm-hmm. That okay. I'm gonna tell a story. Tell a little story. Um, Nothing Happens. The way Only Friend starts. It's the first song, and it is like the most. It is like the most main character song, in my okay. opinion. Like when I'm listening to that song, I listen to it on my way to work sometimes, or on my way home from work, and I'll be like driving on, literally on 95, like it's the least actual <laughs> romantic road in the world. Yeah. But I'm like driving towards, and as soon as you like round the corner, you can see the city. Mm-hmm. So it's like the city skyline. Oh, beautiful. And then I'm like listening to the song that makes me feel like a main character. Oh. And I'm like just started like my actual first job, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I'm doing it. Like I'm living life. You're a queen. And it's like that, some of those moments I was just like, oh, this is crazy. Like thinking about how far I've come, like in my life, you know, it's kind of ridiculous, but. Just in general? Just in general. In your Um, life. But then, yeah. So that is like, that album is amazing. You should listen to it. But yeah, that's probably why they're my top. I listen to that one a lot in the car. Yeah. But yeah. I listen to Wallows when I want to feel like a main character, and I listen to Doja when I want to feel like a queen or a bad b word b word yes or like if i need to like be a hot girl right it's like my hot girl track and those are really the only moods that you have when it comes to music and the jungle giants is just like very upbeat and like hype and so it's like if i just want to like feel like hype yeah i listen to jungle giants mac miller is like if i'm trying to like get in my feelings whoa but also that happens if i'm just like trying to like vibe Mm. You know? <laughs> it's it's uh, a mixed bag with him. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like all my top artists have like a certain mood that I'm like seeking and then depending mm-hmm. on how I feel, that's which album I pick. Interesting. Yeah. I don't feel that way about any of my artists. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, let's compare our old artists of this year from last year, our actual artists last year. Oh yeah, we're last year I had role model. Michael Giacchino, which was the composer for the Ratatouille soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I had Dayglow, Quinn 92, and Surfaces. And I would say I still listen to all those artists, mm-hmm. just not as much as, I guess, these other ones, just because of the albums they released. But True. Yeah, I still like all those. I would not say I like, don't listen to any of them anymore, but mm-hmm. just not my top five. What about you, Brianna? Mine are pretty much three of my five are the same. Taylor Swift is number one. Emile Mossery is number two. 
then number three, Dan Romare, number four, Nicholas Bertel, number five, Claro. So I took out two of the composers and replaced them with Olivia Rodrigo and Wallows. But okay, fair. yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty much the same, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like there's, yeah. I mean, apart from just how much I listened to soundtracks in 2020, I didn't listen to as many soundtracks in 2021. Fair. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's all. Nothing super crazy. Yeah. When you think about it. All right. All right. Shall the we? main event. Shall we move into our top songs? I know you all are so so excited to figure out what our top songs First, were. First, let's quickly recap our top five of 2020. Mm, yeah, for sure. Um, so going from five to one, mm-hmm. my fifth song last year was Peach, which was a lo-fi song. Mm-hmm. My number four was Feeling Lonely, mm-hmm. also a really good, like, vibey song. Yeah. Number three was Ukulele and Chill, another lo-fi song, but also has, like, really good vibes. Yep. Number two was Lazy by Surfaces, mm-hmm. also just like chill. And then my number one was Hot Rod by Dayglo. Mm-hmm. What about you? My number five is Cardigan, Taylor Swift, second track of Folklore. Mm-hmm. My number four is Suddenly We Looked Like Giants, which is instrumental. Number three is, I can't read, Eden Harlem from the If Beale Street Could Talk soundtrack by Nicholas Bertel beautiful song number two is garden song by phoebe bridgers and number one is bags by claro all right yeah so do you want to back and forth or do we want to just one person climb to the top um what do you what i don't know uh we can back and forth all right all right what's What's your number five oh uh my number five was one of the odd songs that Taylor Swift released this year outside of the re-records of Fearless and Red. It's called Renegade, and it's um, a collaboration with Bonnie Vare, Justin Vernon from Bonnie Vare, and Aaron Dressner from The National, who she works with a lot. Um, their collabor- Why is this such an involved answer? <laughs> their, their collaboration is a band called Big Red Machine, and basically it's this so my number five song <laughs> is called Renegade, and I listened to it a lot. I don't really have a lot to say about it, but it's about like being in a relationship with someone who has anxiety, basically, and mm. what that's like, and feeling like someone doesn't want to put effort in. Interesting. Yeah. My number five was Posthumorous by Gus Dapperton, which is one of those random songs that like was just in one of my playlists, I guess, that I listened to a lot. Like, yeah. I think my winter maybe mm-hmm. playlist of 2020 slash early 2021 was probably my like longest and most involved playlist of this year mm-hmm. like i don't think i was really good about adding stuff to it in spring and summer yeah and my fall when i'm kind of getting back onto it but there was really one main playlist that i made that i listened to this year which i guess had these songs on it because i'm pretty sure all five of the songs were in that playlist so i must have just listened to that more times than all the albums, I guess, somehow. But mm-hmm. yeah, Posthumous by Gus Dapperton. It's pretty chill. I like the song. Gus Dapperton, like, I've heard that name so many times. I know I've listened to his music before, but I couldn't tell you even a little bit what he sounds like. Yeah. But I love that name. Yeah, it's cool. Gus Dapperton. Gus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> number so, four? So my number four song is Bags by Claro. I'm a little embarrassed that it's not higher, but... Um, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, ex- self-explanatory. I feel like it's always going to be there. Yeah, It's just fair. reliable for me. Old yeah. reliable yeah. bags. My number four was Blind by Role Model. So they were on my top artists last year, mm-hmm. not this year. 
but this song yes. was on that playlist. Yeah. I, I keep saying playlist weird because I playlist. say it too fast. I say playlist. Playlist. It was definitely on that playlist. Yeah. So that was my number four. It's a good song. True. Three. My number three is Beach Baby by Bon Iver. Um, I had a, like a really heavy fixation on this song, I think in the month of September. I tried to learn it on guitar. I did learn it on guitar, not tried, I did. And um, I just love it. It's like really short and pretty simple, but it like really complex at the same time with the lyrics, if that makes sense. Like a simple melody and simple chord progression, but like a really, just really involved lyrics, even though it's so short. So nice. I love that. What's your number three, babe? Are You Bored Yet mm. by Wallows featuring Claro. Classic. Yep. I already talked about that song a little bit, so I have nothing else to say. All right. But it was on that Nothing Happens album. So. Gotcha. All right. My number two is Driver's License by Classic. Olivia Rodrigo. I definitely, yeah. It was, yeah. 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 It was, yeah. It's crazy to think, though, because it's like, I that came out in January. <laughs> That came out in January, and That's that crazy. remained at number two. I listened to it so many times. So it didn't, yeah, it didn't tell you how many times you listened to your number no, two song. No, no. Gotcha. Lindsay, what's your number two song? My number two is Hot Rod, oh which my was gosh. my number one last year. And I think it was on my 2019 top five songs as well. Wow. It's just a consistent, consistent, That's crazy. good song. And yeah, I mean, I knew about it at the beginning of the year. So I guess that makes sense. These are all from my winter playlist. So I started in January and just mm -hmm. listened to it, I guess, throughout the year. Yeah. So I just happened to listen to them more than other songs. Yeah. But I like them throughout the year. Yeah, Hot Rod, good song. Still like it. I definitely just burped into the mic. As you should, queen. As I should. <laughs> um, number one, go. My number one song was Deja Vu by Olivia Rodrigo. And I listened to it 78 times. Wow. Yeah. What about you, Lynn? My number one song was Head in the Clouds by Baby Jake, and I played it a very reasonable 72 times. Wow. So yeah, that again was just on that playlist. That's also a shorter song. It's like maybe three minutes. Mm. So it's just like very easy to like listen to it and not get tired of it. Yeah. Like just, yep. And that is like such a, that's such a summary song. Like I feel mm. like this, these five songs are all very like, just like upbeat and like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I like that for you too. Wow, wowie! That is that. No Oof. other stats to discuss. Nothing else to say. Nothing else to say. Uh uh uh. Well, I hope you enjoyed this journey with us. Predictions, Predictions for, next for next year. Oh my! Why <laughs> is our brain the same? We brain. just looked at it at the exact same time and said that. Brain Which same. Brains. Brain same. Same. Okay. Okay. Uh, predictions for. Artists. Mm -hmm. Go. Doja? Yeah. I feel <laughs> like I have to say Dayglow. Yeah. Because I feel like he has to release a new album. Mm -hmm. And he's been in my top five for the past two years and he hasn't released an album. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, kind of feel like that's going to stay consistent. Yeah. Um, maybe like a new artist that I don't know of or that like blow because i feel like doja Cat kind of blew up this year yeah because of tiktok and stuff yeah. but so like i guess like probably a new artist that's just like i'm just gonna love yeah um probably wallows honestly especially if they release something else mm -hmm. maybe bad sons because i think i'm gonna go to a bad sons concert with lucy Ooh. and they have not been on my top but i do really love their music so maybe yeah. i'll try and like listen to their albums and just 
you know, okay. fix it on their album as I love to do. Yes. Love that. Um, I think that's four. Another one? I don't know. Um, you can say however many you want. It doesn't really bother me. Hmm. No, I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that. What about you? Uh, Taylor Swift. Claro. I'm pretty confident those two will be there. Pretty confident there will be another soundtrack that gets released. So either Emile, Dan Romare, or Nicholas, one of those three probably will be there. Um, I want to say, I really hope Phoebe releases an album. So I'm going to say Phoebe might be there. And lastly, I don't know. I don't know. I know the fifth. I feel like there's always a wild card. There's there is always a wild card. Like there's like a couple that you really like and yeah. a couple that you listen to, but then like there's one that's just like oh yeah. Like for me and Mac Miller. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, you know what? We'll go Billy Joel. Oh my god. We'll say <laughs> we'll crying. say maybe this is the year. Maybe this is the year where I actually learn Billy Joel. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So spoiler alert: we're going to do a New Year's. I think I already said this. A yeah, New Year's did. episode where we talk about our new year's resolutions from last year reflect yep. on them and then create new new year's resolutions so reflect maybe you can have that amend. be your actual new year's resolution this year maybe i could and maybe you'll do it maybe i'll do it or maybe, maybe i won't a year from now we'll be talking about how you made it your new year's resolution again and still didn't do it <laughs> maybe just every year from now on i say that as a joke that i'm gonna learn every billy joel song and then it's a joke now and so then it's, it's a joke and if you don't get it right exactly but then if you actually do it it'll be like oh my god <laughs> maybe i should just turn everything into a joke so that i never feel bad if i don't like reach right. my goals Oh, yeah, I was actually, I was joking about when I said that I wanted to, like, run every day. No, that was a joke. Was that your news resolution? No. Oh. As an example of taking everything as a joke so that I never feel bad about not doing what I say I'm going to do. Yeah, that actually really ties into what I'm going to talk about with goals, but. Oh. Well. (laughs) Being too ambitious. For another year. Um. I don't know if that connects. ambitious. No. Not so much too ambitious. Too... (laughs) No, I'm saving. I'm okay. saving it. Okay. You'll have to wait and see. I'll have to wait and see. I'm fine with that. Um, which probably won't be in a... It'll be a couple weeks from now because that'll be... Actually, what day... New Year's is on a Saturday. So maybe we'll, ha- we'll have that be the week before. We'll need to batch record because we're going to Florida. Batch record. Ugh. Anyway. That sounds exhausting. Oh. It's so hard being a podcaster. Oh. When? No, I cannot. We're not. I cannot refer to myself as a podcaster. <laughs> no, me neither. That's okay. Anyway, now that we've been talking for a while, freaking forever. Happy whatever day it is mm. you're listening to this. Maybe it's Monday. I almost said Monday. Then might maybe not it's be. a Monday. We don't know. We don't know. Um, we wouldn't want to assume. This episode was very fun to record. Do a it little was. comparison. That it was. was. Fun. It was kind of awful listening to us from last year. We were both just like, whoa, that's a different person. It's going to be really funny listening to this in a year. I know. Because we're going to be like, oh. I'm going to be like, Ugh, everything I say is annoying. Yeah. That's how I felt about everything I said in the last year one. But it's endearing. It's it is. It's annoying. It's endearing. It's funny that like, y- mm, what am I trying to say? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I just noticed the turtle. Uh- Oh my goodness. So, uh, <laughs> slight, that's really funny that you just noticed it just yeah. now. 
Um, we have a little purple turtle figurine. It's like an inch big. It's very small. Mm-hmm. And our dad lives with our cousin Amanda. And they play a game where they have a little purple kangaroo they hide for each other. So, like, you put it in someone's shoe or, like, wherever. And they find it, and then it's their turn to hide it for you. So our dad gave us a turtle, <laughs> and I we've been hiding it back and forth. And the other day, I think it was when Lily was here. Really? Yeah. I, like, found it wherever it was. I don't remember where you'd put it. Somewhere back. And I threw it onto the top. We have a light fixture in our kitchen. And it's, like, the lights are in the middle, and there's, like a rim of glass that's like three four inches wide but it's like kind of tall so I kind of like jumped and threw it and it landed like right on the edge of the glass rim and so you can see it because you can see through from the bottom yeah bestie there's no way I can get that I can get it for you oh okay thank you I'm too short yeah it's like actually pretty tall yeah okay Um, but anyway that's funny she was just looking over there and then I her eyes looked very confused and I was like why do you look because I thought (laughs) I thought for a second. I think it was a bug. Yeah, I thought it might be a little cockroach just hanging out up there. Oh, that's funny. How would it even get up there? I don't know. I mean, they come probably from the ceiling, so. Right? I, I don't know. They can scale the wall. No, don't say that to me. Oh, they can't do that. Just kidding. No, they can't. Bugs can't do anything. They. Anyway. Anyway. I hope you have a wonderful week and a wonderful month, month and a wonderful, wonderful year. year. Wonderful. And I decade. hope you're happily. Gone Gone with with the the Windies. Windies.